Welcome to the Collapsing Horse Science Fiction Radio Hour. I am the Story Keeper. I am as old as the universe and as wise as the sun's dad. I am very committed to stories. When I wake in the morning, I get out of a bed of memories and eat a slice of narrative. Stories are like my children to me, except that children die, and sometimes it's no one's fault. But stories do not die. They only become muddied and foggy, like the story of what exactly happened to my children that fateful day. Sometimes it's no one's fault. So now it is my honour, no, my job, to present to you a story so exceptionally interesting that to even think about listening to it would implode your brains into a fine powder. Let's listen. In this episode, I bring you Human History by Kerry Ward, and it concerns the limits and non-limits of communication across both space and time. What should we say to those whose position in the universe is too remote from us to ever fully understand? Please applause loudly and swallow any hallucinogens now as we delve into human history. I think that what we should really be concerned about right now is the government's over-reliance on force as an instrument for foreign... Now, every 20 years, the American people find a reason to work themselves into a panic about foreign policy. Russian aggression in Ukraine, the new Asian trade pacts, nuclear testing in North Korea. What makes this any different? This is on an entirely different scale. We're talking about the possibility of a complete breakdown of international relations, which could lead to an all-out war... Excuse me, Robert... no, 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 no. We have to completely cede to the strategic initiative to the Russians. The relationship is fractious at best. And with the discovery of the nuclear technology in South America... Robert, forgive me. I'll have to stop you there. I've just received news that the president has, in the last few moments, called for an emergency press conference. We will shortly be going live to the White House, but right now, a short commercial break. <sighs> Logging in, Archivist 108, Linden. Good morning, Linden. Good morning, Hal. Begin recording. I am recording. Human History Collective Radio Archives, Linden tagging for transmission log 12D, signal information as follows, 22-6-2043, source coordinates read 38.8977 north, 77.03. Oh, hey, uh, you must be Linden, right? Uh, I'm the new archive assistant, which I guess makes me your right-hand man. (laughs) You know, so to speak. I'll be helping you out for a while with the radio archives. I'm actually familiar with your work already. I think it's just amazing. So I guess you could say I'm your right-hand fan. (laughs) Right? I'm Gosling. If if you don't mind. Oh, my God. I am so sorry. Are you recording? Okay, cool. Sorry, I'll wait. Seven, seven. sorry. 77.0385 West. Intercepted via Tower 9-A. End recording. It's a pleasure to meet you, Gosling. I'm so sorry for interrupting your work. I totally should have knocked. I'm just excited and, like, kind of nervous. You have no idea how much I have wanted to work here. I'm so into everything the HHC does. Seriously, the work you guys do is so important. I am 100% obsessed with human culture. (laughs) Your English language speech patterns seem to be late 20th century North American. Is that correct? 
well, that is my favorite period of human history. The music, movies, it's all just so... But it's not like I've cultivated an accent or anything. <laughs> How absurd would that be <laughs> if I had done that? <laughs> so what's your favorite period? Have you acquired all human languages? I only have the 12 primaries and speech elements of a few others, but I'm working pretty hard on it. God, your job must be so freaking cool. Just getting to sit around, listening to them talking and laughing all day. Let's start new induction, shall we? Yeah. Please, take a seat. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> My name is Lyndon, and I am the chief broadcast archivist in the HHC. You'll be assisting me with the recording and audio tagging of broadcasts from the mid-21st century onwards. We're not sure yet just how long it will take us to get up to date. Standard versions of all spoken human languages are recommended when audio tagging. This is covered in the instruction material sent to you last week, which I assume you have read. Oh yeah, top to bottom. And I'm totally up to speed. You can ask me anything. Go ahead. That's, ask me something. That's okay. You sure? Yeah. Just one anything. more thing. Okay. This work can be demanding and tedious. To prevent mental fatigue and general confusion, I ask that you communicate in human languages only when you are in the listening room. Now, let me show you the suite. This is our signal scrambler and generator, the R8. We call him Marconi. After the human who invented the wireless telegraphy system? That's adorable. It's an absolutely essential piece of equipment that uses quantum entanglement. But it's so teeny. Look at it. It's so small. <laughs> the, the R8 unscrambles all the extraterrestrial radio broadcasts the towers intercept. It also sends signals in the direction of Earth's ionosphere at regular intervals. Some contain an audio message. In others, the signal is simply a digital signature, a sign that someone is out there. Am I going too fast? Nope. I am following everything, and it's all awesome. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, moving on to the data processor. Logging out, Archivist 108, Linden. This is our computing system, the L90. Does this have a cool nickname, too? Yeah, informally known as HAL 9000. Oh, my God. I love it. Classic movie, great reference. Logging in, Archivist 115, Gosling. HAL records each broadcast as we process it, assigns it the appropriate channel, then encrypts and archives all the information in a single cohesive bundle. Fortunately, HAL is not sentient, capable of speech, or, or murderous. <laughs> but he is state-of-the-art and highly powerful. <laughs> this guy is the real brains of the whole operation. Very impressive. Thank you, Gosling. Holy shit! <laughs> You'll have to forgive me. HAL does, in fact, have basic voice where... <laughs> that was a little practical joke. <laughs> Well, it wasn't very funny. It was pretty funny. <laughs> Next, I'll show you how to cue and play broadcast. Awesome! Uh, are you... <laughs> I, 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 I don't mean to be rude, but are you always this enthusiastic? Pretty much. Uh, all, all right, then. This is the navigation screen. The broadcasts are all filtered by region. Just enter your password. It's the last three digits of your employee registration number. Yeah, that one, that one there on your key card. Wow, there's so many of them. There are millions of broadcasts already archived and tens of millions yet to be played. But we're the only archivists? It's just you and me? For now, yes. This department is a little underfunded. But time is on our side, and now that you're here... Well, we'll, we'll see. Now, just tap to select your region, filter by coordinates and time signature, and play. Welcome back. In the studio with me right now is the biggest artist on the slam dub scene, Eccentric. Thanks for being with us here today. It's my pleasure. 
Your new album, your new album really reflects all of the uncertainty of the past year. Was that something you were trying to capture? Yeah, for real. Uh, the world has changed so much since my first album, you know, and all this fear and chaos and violence, and uh, I wanted to meditate on that. But it, it doesn't seem to have slowed you down at all. You're touring, you've just announced a book deal. The album has been a massive success. So I want to ask you, what advice would you give to young people today who've seen your success and want to achieve that for themselves? Well, uh, you want to be able to look back in 15 years and think, you know, I made a difference, yeah? But right now, everyone is crushed by fear, and, and that's paralyzing. You can't let fear stop you from chasing your dreams. You've got to focus on your goals, yeah? And do things nobody would ever expect you to do. But don't be afraid. Bravery sets you apart, man. It takes a real hero to change the world. It's just fascinating. I could listen to them all day, honestly. You will be listening to them all day long. And trust me, the novelty wears off. So, that is everything we need to cover in your induction. I'll just finish setting up your workstation and... Ah! Oh. What is that? That's just Marconi sending out a signal. You'll get used to it after a while. It's so loud! It's the best we could get with our budget. You wouldn't believe the red tape surrounding this department. Do you have any idea how long it took me to get an assistant? Now, if I can just remember where I left that spare headset... What does the audio message say? You know the one we transmit? Oh, I can play it for you if you like. Woman shuni den pengyao. Nan as the kayuk. Oh. Somos tus amigos. We are your friends. I, I didn't think it would be so. Noi somos tus amigos. Motwai draznya. So simplistic? It's effective, though. Or it will be one day. They don't have the technology yet to interpret the broadcasts. By sending them, we oppress upon their ionosphere a long trail of footprints. Eventually, humanity will stop gazing at the stars for long enough to realize they should have been gazing at the ground all along. That's kind of beautiful. <laughs> the human race is, by its very nature, beautiful. I wouldn't work so hard to preserve their history if I didn't believe that. Ah, there they are. Now, I'll just connect these and... There we go. And you have your very own workstation. I suggest you make use of it and start doing some work. But doesn't it make you sad? Hearing their voices every day and knowing that you can't reach out? I mean, if we could just make contact with them, and not in thousands of years, like right now, just reach out and tell them, you know, tell them that if there were only something we could do? You are an archivist now, Gosling. Whatever your personal feelings towards humanity, your role is never to be sentimental. It is to study, utter, remove, and analyze the findings. To archive. I'm sorry, it's just all sort of... overwhelming? The voices will stop feeling quite so personal after a while, and you'll be able to take a calm and measured approach to each broadcast. I hope so. This is nice, you know. I kind of feel like we're bonding. But that's really not what I had intended. <laughs> well, we are. Bonding is a human concept. We do not bond. You can call it what you want, but I think we're starting to build something really beautiful. Please stop now. I feel like I can already call you my friend. This is a list of all the regions you've been assigned to. The majority are English language, but there are also some... Uh, oh. Is something wrong? Uh, well, well, no. But there's just an unclassified broadcast in your list. What does that mean? Uh, no coordinates, no time signature. Looks like Marconi couldn't read the signal information. Is that unusual? It could be a naval broadcast. We can't always unscramble the coordinates of warships. 
But why no time signature? Let me see if I can cue it up. Brightening up for a time this afternoon with sunny spells, but very heavy and possibly thundery showers developing too. No, just a moment. International inspectors, after they studied documents turned over to US officials, the weapons are reportedly active and located. Is, is there a problem? I swear to you, as president of this great country, that no nuclear missiles will enter US airspace and on US soil. Just, I can't seem to run playback on them. There's something about the signal that's atypical. Just a moment, just going to try something. Um, there. What was that? Shortwave broadcast, maybe? But they don't typically reach our towers. You mean, like a walkie-talkie or something? Uh, we couldn't possibly pick up a... a, a, a... Hello? Shh, listen. If it is a walkie-talkie, we'd have to be on the same channel to pick it up, right? As I said, we couldn't possibly pick up a walkie-talkie. Fine, shortwave, local frequency thingy, whatever it is, somehow we are picking it up. Isn't that some kind of breakthrough? It could be a breakthrough. More likely is that it's a malfunction, a systems error. I'm sorry, I can't really hear you. I wonder if the reception on this thing is so good. Should we archive it? Yes, of course, but we don't have any of the necessary information. I'm gonna try, Justice, and just hold on a sec. I'm not really sure what I'm doing, but I think... Is that better? Hello? Wouldn't you love to know who she's talking to? I would love to know the coordinates and time signal so I can process this and get on with my job. If I can't categorize a broadcast, I can't archive it. And if I can't archive it, there's no point. I, I, I think I can hear you now. Oh, come on. Aren't you just a little curious? Like, where she's from? Who is she contacting? What's her name? It's Caitlin. <laughs> Are you there? I said my name is Caitlin. Did she just? Don't be so ridiculous. You're gonna have to speak up a bit. The connection is really faint. Hello? Caitlin? Hi! Oh my god! Gosting, listen to me. Oh Earth god. is millions of light years away and human technology is nowhere near as physical. Whoa, whoa, slow down. I can't understand a word you're saying. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. I'm terminating the podcast, I'm terminating. Oh my god, are you crazy? We're speaking to a real life human being right now. And it shouldn't be happening. We just catalog humans, Gosling. We don't communicate with them. We're the human history collective. Not what are we, the first contact conglomerate? Is that even a real thing? You guys sound so weird. Where are you from? Hello there, uh, Caitlin. Gosling. Shut could you just hold on for one second? We're having some um, technical problems. Yeah, that's cool. I can wait. Can you mute it or something? We aren't set up for two-way communication. Just cover the microphone. Okay, here. We have to stop this. We weren't supposed to make contact for millennia. And this isn't a job for our department. If my superiors find out about this, well, shit. 
So it's a little earlier than anticipated. Isn't this the ultimate goal? Just think of the funding the HHC will get now. But it's not. She's a real-life human being, Lyndon. Don't you think that's fucking awesome? Yes, Gosling. It is fucking awesome. It's fucking awesome! But this is too soon. They're not ready for full contact. Who knows what the fallout could be for them, or for us, or for me? And how do you think your superiors would feel if you told them we actually made contact and you just fucking hung up? What? Point taken. Okay. Right, I'm thinking. This entire exchange has to be recorded. Hal, begin recording. I am recording. We'll talk to her for ten minutes. No sensitive topics. Nothing about our language or technologies. No time travel, and do not disclose our coordinates. Let's give away as little as we can about ourselves. I don't want to put anyone at risk. This is so incredible. Could you? I can't even... I mean, what are the chances on my first day? We would... Please focus. Yes. Sorry, I am calm and completely focused. So maybe let me handle the talking. If okay? you say anything out of line... Caitlin, are you there? We'd like to talk to you. Yeah, sure, what's up? <laughs> oh, you know. We're just, uh, you know, we're hanging out. We're, we're chilling. Why did you say trying that? to be cool. Uh, how many people am I speaking to right now? Technically, there are no people here. It's just the two of us. <laughs> It's just the two of us, just chilling out. How about you? Oh, I'm alone. Don't worry. I know you guys can be kind of shy. <laughs> you know who we are? Yeah, but you don't have to be nervous about talking to me. Honestly, I, I just wanted to ask you guys a couple of questions and uh, see if you could maybe pass a message on to somebody on my behalf. Uh, I'm not sure I understand what she wants from us. Let's just hear her out. We'll do our best to answer any questions you have. Cool, let me just get the list. There's a list? Okay, number one, how long have you both been dead? Uh, I beg your pardon? When did you both die? And how did you die? That's question number two, though. I, um... Look, I know it's probably hard for you to talk about, so you can just give me, like, a one- or two-word answer if you like, but I need to write something down. Like, 90 years, shot, or 10 years, car crash, that's it. Yeah, but I need to fill out this whole survey, and it's pretty long, and I don't have all day, so... There's a survey? Well, yeah, I need to know who you are, or who you were, I guess, before you died. Is it, like, offensive to use the past tense? I don't know. Caitlin, I'm sorry, but I'm not sure that we are who you think we are. You mean, you're not ghosts? Or you're not the right kind of ghosts. Shit. You're not poltergeists, are you? Like, I really don't want to be haunted or whatever. I've never even touched a Ouija board. That shit bugs me out. We are not ghosts at all. We are both very much alive. So what? You're just a couple of guys listening in on this channel? Well, yes. Oh, no, no, not, oh, not quite. Oh, I get it. You're just a couple of perverts pretending to be ghosts to trick a teenage girl. If you would yeah. wait just a yeah, moment, a I can explain. Yeah, sickos eavesdropping on me, trying to take advantage of my ghost hunt. Jesus, why are men such assholes? <sighs> We're aliens, okay? Not weird sickos, not perverts, not men. Aliens. Very fucking funny. 
Mm-hmm. This is not going as mm. I had imagined it mm. would. You get tired of trolling teenage girls online decide to try in real life because it's just as fucking pathetic. But I'm telling the truth. Yeah, if you're aliens, how come you're not speaking in alien right now? And how come you're not in here trying to abduct me? Well, firstly, alien is not the name of our spoken language. Secondly, we have acquired most human languages through the nope, study of... sorry, don't buy it. All seems pretty fake to me. It seems we have reached an impasse then. Wait, you believe in ghosts, but you don't believe in aliens? Uh, yeah, because ghosts are real. Wow. Just wow. Well, I think it's fair to say that we have tried. No, wait, wait. Caitlin, if we spoke to you in our language, would you believe us then? Oh, seriously, are you not done yet? I told you, we can't discuss... Caitlin, please, just answer me. Would you believe us? I don't know. But I'm pretty curious to hear what sort of bullshit you're about to come up with. It's worth a shot. That is highly sensitive information. What could she possibly take from a single sentence? Okay, fine. Keep it simple. Yeah, say, it's nice to meet you in Alien. It's not called... Okay! It's nice to meet you in... Alien. Translates to... Caitlin? <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so disgusting. Caitlin, what's wrong? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, feel, I feel like I'm going to throw up. <laughs> Caitlin, please take a deep breath and try to Jesus, calm down. What's wrong with her? Shit, what did we do? The effect of our spoken language on humans has never been observed before. Perhaps it triggers some kind of physiological... Oh my god, what the fuck was that? <sighs> That was our spoken language. What was it? Jesus, it hurt just to listen to it. Caitlin, I promise that we did not intend to hurt you. Our pharynx is a a very uniquely shaped pocket. We use this in the same way human coition speakers use clicks to communicate. And it's possible that the vibrations generated were unfrequency... Stop stop for a second, will you? I think I'm fine now. Let's just stick to English from now on. That would be for the best. (sighs) Shit. You guys are really aliens, aren't you? Like real life fucking aliens with a real batshit alien language and everything. Oh my god. You know, you could call us by our names instead of just aliens. It's not how we actually refer to each other. Totally nuts. Like, this is the craziest shit that's ever happened to me. Do you have any idea what people are going to say when I tell them about this? Likely that you're delusional. If UFO sightings are anything to go by. Wait. Did you say UFO? Uh, oh, no, 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 no. That, that was a little joke. It wasn't very funny. They never are. Our species has never encountered Earth's atmosphere. We are not responsible for close encounters of the first, second, or third kind. So... You won't try to abduct me. We're not really into that sort of thing. We're observers. We watch and study your planet and your behaviors, partially because we're curious and partially because we can learn from you. We're huge fans of humanity. Huge. Right. But it would take an inordinate amount of time for us to reach Earth. We can't travel that far without making sacrifices that would far outweigh the benefits. You guys just don't really have anything that we want that bad. Our planet is pretty awesome the way it is. And what's your planet called? A-714-N9. Well, you can refer to it by another name, if you would prefer. You mean I can pick a name? A human name? I don't see why not. Reggie. 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 It's my grandpa's name. Well, I think it's great. Planet Reggie. 
Yeah, that is catchy. I can give you guys names, too. And Nerdy Guy, You Can Be Slimer. That's the name of a ghost from this old movie my mom likes. I beg your pardon? Oh, come on. He's not nerdy. He's more... Uh, actually, I think she's referring to you. Me? Yeah, and the other guy, you can be Casper. Thank you, Caitlin, but we already have human names. Okay? I'm Gosling, and Gosling. this is... <laughs> like... <laughs> as in Ryan Gosling. Oh, my God. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm so glad you got it. R Ryan Gosling, really? I will. I just... I really like him. <laughs> Uh, I see. You know, as an actor... Yeah, oh, of yeah. course, absolutely. No, yes, he's yes, good. Yes, he's good. As the hottest actor of all time, I think he's really hot, okay? Right, Caitlin? Isn't he just the hottest? He's, like, really old. Like, super old. What did you say? Oh, my mom liked him when she was my age, I guess. So. That may give us an approximate decade. I'll make a note of it. But it's such a bummer. So, are you, like gray guys or little green Martian guys or like tentacle monsters or what? Hello? Well, I'm sure you've done it unknowingly, Caitlin, but the M-word is a rather offensive term. She just compared us to tentacle monsters and you're hung up on Martians? Oh shit, I'm sorry. I swear I didn't mean to offend you guys. Just describe yourselves to me, okay? It's... It's hard talking to aliens without a picture in my head of what you look like. Well, I don't suppose you're a fan of popular science fiction. <laughs> I thought so. And are you, by any chance, familiar with the theory of convergent evolution? The what? Yeah, the what? <clears throat> we are what a science fiction enthusiast. Yeah, you mean a, you mean a nerd. That's what he means. A nerd. We are what a nerd from your planet might call humanoid. We are relatively similar to humans in our shape, size, and other aspects, which is why we're able to speak to you in your own language. Which, by the way, in case I haven't said this yet, is just like such an honor. This can be explained me. by the theory of convergent evolution, which posits that species of different lineages are likely to ev independently evolve similar features if they exist in comparable environments. Birds and bats, for example. Birds and bats. Birds and bats have both evolved the ability to fly despite their being completely different organisms. Do you understand the correlation? Wait, so you guys can fly! What my friend here is trying to say is that even though we're not identical, our home planets have pretty similar environments, you know, oxygen, trees, animals. So your species and our species are... In some ways... The same. So I'm the bird and you're the bat. If it helps you think of it that way, yes. So you guys are just like grosser, weirder-looking versions of us. I, I suppose there are some basic biological differences you might perceive as unattractive. Like our skin, hair, fingernails, limbs, the size and shape of our genitalia. Gosling, please! She's a child. Hey, I'm not a child. I'm nearly 18. By your own legal and cultural terms, you are still a juvenile, and it is appropriate for us to treat you as such. Oh, okay. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and hang up now. Now look what you've done. But I was just stating biological facts. So was I. Ignore him, Caitlin. He's a nerd with poor social skills. Please don't hang up. Oh, it's fine. You didn't offend me. It's just that... Well, this sucks, you know? Like, this has got to be the worst fucking day of my whole life! Ugh. 
You want to talk about it, babe? Well, like I said before I started talking to you guys that I was trying to get in touch with some ghosts. My grandpa, specifically. Or someone who could give him a message from me. You were trying to contact the spirit of your deceased grandfather via shortwave radio? Well, yeah. He died a couple of months ago, and I looked into it, and it said online that this channel is the ghost channel. Like, if ghosts want you to talk to them, apparently this is the frequency they hang out on. So I found this website that had instructions on what to do, and my grandpa had this old handheld radio set, so I just thought I'd give it a try. But it didn't work, obviously. What was the message you wanted to convey? I, I was away at college when he had the heart attack, and... It, it just happened really fast. He was super fit. He used to go climbing a lot. There's this big famous mountain near my hometown and he and my grandma climbed it a bunch of times. And after my grandma died, he didn't go up there so much. I guess it made him kind of sad to climb without her. But he joined this old people walking group thing and he didn't drink or smoke, so everyone was shocked when he had a heart attack and he just died. Just like that. We hung out a lot when I was a kid. He was really into nature, and he had all these books about butterflies and birds, and you know, he taught me all their names, and I dropped pictures of them. And I moved for school last year, and I didn't see him so much after that. I was studying, and I had this part-time job, and now I just kind of wish I hadn't been so busy. My mom found this folder after he died with all my pictures in it, every single one. I didn't think he kept them. That's really sad. Jesus. It's not that sad. You don't to get no, it is sad, and it's beautiful, Caitlin. You had a special relationship with your grandpa. This is what I love about humans. You form the most incredible bonds. It must be so hard for you now that he's gone. Well, obviously, I knew he would die someday. I just... I thought I would get to say goodbye. That's all I wanted to say, just goodbye. I love you. And then I thought, you know, maybe I could ask him some questions too. Are you happy? Are you at peace? Are you in heaven now with Grandma? Is Riley there too? Who's Riley? His spaniel. She died of old age two years ago. He really loved her. Great. Just keeps getting sadder. Even if I couldn't talk to him, I was hoping I might find somebody who was dead and nice and who could send him a message for me. Wait. Can you guys do that? Do what? I mean, you have alien powers, right? Can you, like, send messages to dead people? Could you bring him back? Could you do that? I'm sorry, Caitlin, but we can't help you. We don't have such abilities. But there is... Something we could do. Out of the question. All right, forget it. It's okay. This whole thing was a long shot. But it's really nice that I got to talk to you guys about it. It's cool to know that aliens are real, I guess. And it's actually really cool that your planet's named after my grandpa now. He would have liked that. I should probably hang up for real now, though. Mom will be wondering where I went. Really? So soon? There's so much we wanted to ask you. Aww. I'm sorry, Gosling. <gasps> she said my name. But it gets really cold up here when the sun goes down, though. I, you know, I don't want to get stuck on the trail in the dark. Where are you? Oh, I'm on that mountain I told you about before. It's called Shan Mountain. 
I thought he might still around, you know, hang around here as a ghost because he liked it so much. Cheyenne Mountain in Colorado. Oh, you've heard of it. That's cool. It's famous because of the military base, but it actually has really pretty views. Wait, Lyndon, isn't that where... Wait, your name is Lyndon? Like the tree? That's even weirder than Gosling! Oh, yes, I'm sorry. I thought I had introduced myself already. Yeah, but why Lyndon? Well, I have a soft spot for the flora of Earth in general. I suppose it's because the Lyndon tree is so important in the mythology and folklore of so many human cultures. I think that anything that crosses cultures and boundaries like that is emblematic of all the good in humanity. I guess... My grandpa really liked linden trees because they attract butterflies. He planted one in his garden the day I was born, and he named it Caitlin. I always thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> so, you're named after a linden tree, and there's a linden tree named after me. Isn't that so weird? <laughs> Lyndon, the broadcast information I think that's really nice, Caitlin. I'm glad we have that in common. You know, it sounds awful, but... In some ways, I'm kind of glad Grandpa's gone now. He was so gentle and sweet. And all that stuff that's been happening was, you know, upsetting him so much. At least he's not here to see it getting worse, you know? And uh, what stuff do you mean? You know, all the crazy shit that's happening in the past couple of years. The drone strikes. The nuclear weapons. The war. Don't you guys watch the news? Lyndon, Marconi is picking up a time signature. You need to I was watching TV with my grandpa when the president made that famous speech. You know, the, uh, no missiles will land on U.S. soil. That turned out to be total bullshit. <laughs> it's awful. Things just seem to get worse every day. Oh, no. Gosling, please just stay My calm. mom doesn't even want me to go back to college. And I guess it won't make much of a difference soon if they do shut it down, but still, I'm not going to stay at home forever just because it's scary out there. You know, I have dreams, and I could die tomorrow anyway, right? (laughs) Okay, I really should go now. It's 6.30 already. Lyndon, please. It has been an absolute pleasure speaking with you, Caitlin. Thank you very much for giving us your time. No, wait, Maybe you can't... Maybe I'll talk to you guys again sometime? Yes, indeed, perhaps you will. Caitlin, listen to me. Do not hang up. Oh, you're sweet. Goodbye, Gosling. Goodbye, Lynn. Oh. What is it? I don't know. They look like plane trails, but there's loads of them. There's hundreds of them. That's not you guys up there, is it? <laughs> What the hell is going on? Caitlin? Oh can you hear us? Yeah, but I... I... Oh my god! Oh no, no, no! Oh my god! Oh no, no, no! Caitlin? Caitlin? Gosling. What the fuck, Lyndon? We could have done something! You just left her to die! We didn't have a choice. We could have helped her! We could have saved her! There is nothing we could have done. Of course there is! We can travel back in time, we can contact her again and... And do what? She won't have time to escape, you know that. Colorado will be reduced to a smoking crater in a matter of minutes. So we go even further back in time and try... God, we have to try contact her some other way. Even if that were possible, what about the other half a million people in Colorado about to be decimated? What happens to them? And what happens to the people in Nevada, the people in Moscow and Kiev and New York and North Korea in the months that follow? 
How do we stop the millions of deaths about to occur? And if we do intercede, even if we manage to save some lives, their premature knowledge of our existence will create more conflict and more death in addition to putting our species at risk. We have always known how this would end. We have already seen it. You shouldn't act so surprised. I know, but things are different now we've met her. We can't alter the course of history because it's unpleasant. We can't stop them from destroying one another, and we shouldn't try. Because it is not for us to interfere. We are observers. We are archivists. She was our friend! I know she was. Well, fuck! Fuck. There has to be something we can do. Gosling. No, I mean just for her. For Caitlin. Wait. The message. What? The, the one she wanted to give her grandfather. She wanted to say goodbye and to ask... What did she want to ask him? We can play it back. That's all I wanted to say. Just goodbye. I love you. And then I thought, you know, maybe I could ask him some questions too. Are you happy? Are you at peace? Are you in heaven now with Grandma? Is Riley there too? I think I know what we can do. What do the stars know? Why do they go? Where have they come from? Where will they go? There is nothing. Grandpa? Is that you? None forever, dear, you are my star. When you are near to me, when you are far, following you, I know I'll be okay. The dark of the night, the light of the day. Hello? Is somebody there? Oh, shit. Uh, who's there? How do you know my name? Wait, wait, just a second. Don't hang up. Just, just stupid radio. Hello? Hello, Caitlin. Who are you? How do you know my name? We're ghosts. Mm. <laughs> Obviously, you're the one who tuned into our channel. Ooh. We figured you might want to talk to us. Oh, shit! You mean it actually worked? We've been trying to get in contact with you for some time now. Seriously? This is awesome! Here, wait just a second. I have a whole list of questions to ask you. Let me just... I'm afraid uh, we can't speak to you for very long. But we have a very important message to give you. We think it might answer some questions you have, and that it might make you happy. What kind of message? It's from your grandfather. Poor Caitlin. I can only imagine what it would be like to lose someone close to you like that. In vivid detail.
every night. It wasn't Caitlin's fault. That was Human History by Kerry Ward. It was performed in the Project Arts Centre in Dublin and was directed by Dan Colley. Performed by Sophie Jo Wasson, Shane Daniel Byrne, Owen Quinn, John Doran, Eva O'Connor and Cameron McCauley. With sound design and composition by Kevin Gleeson and Cameron McCauley. And with editing by Kevin Gleeson. Goodbye! <laughs>